It's time for Business Minds Coffee Chat, an inspiring show about the journey to personal and professional growth. And now, your host, Jay Shear. Hey everyone, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I am your host, Jay Shear. And I am super excited today because I am welcoming a fantastic guest in the studio with me. He is an internetter who does all things related to the web, from web development to digital marketing content creation to training and SEO and everything in between. He has a huge heart, a super cool spirit. He's a captivating storyteller. And he is someone who can definitely move mountains. Please welcome my friend, Chenzo. Chenzo, it is great to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. Dude, thank you. I I can't tell you enough. For those that are listening, I want you to know that this man next to me has been pivotal to not only my personal growth, but I've taken almost everything you've said about me and used it in my business marketing paraphernalia. And I thank you and I appreciate you. So thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. And everything that I say and everything that I've said is the truth. So that's all the way it should be. So, Chinzo, you know, a lot of things I'd love to cover with you, but I would love it if you would share with all of us what your favorite thing is about yourself and why. Okay. Okay. Um these, this is great because I had no idea what these questions were going to be, and I just look forward to having a chat with you. But the favorite thing about me, I would say I enjoy having unfiltered conversations with humans, with, with those that I really don't know. I really enjoy that. Um, and I'm not trying to sound like Gandhi over here that I like, I love to help the people. But I really love – like this is so healthy. I think dialogue is so healthy. And you said something today in your post that you did today at the gym and you said leadership sometimes requires having co- difficult conversations. Yes. And I love difficult conversations. And I love hearing people open up to me. I think this show is actually going to probably kickstart my own show again. I've kind of taken a little bit of hiatus and I miss it. And it's kind of evolving again. I'm getting pulled from people. Good. And I feel... I feel good when I'm listening to somebody's story. So that's probably my favorite. Being told, like, you helped me or just by listening. I don't know. Is this making sense? It does. I, I, and I, I love that aspect about you. And, you know, one of the things that I, I think about when I, I think about words that describe you, of course, I shared some of those words at the top of the show. But I would also put into that mix psychologist. I mean, you're almost a, a, a social psychologist. I think about all of the people that you've impacted through having conversation, people who you attract into your world, who look to you as someone that they can share their challenges, the things that they're facing, and they can always walk away from you with a, a different perspective or a way to feel better about themselves. And, and you've done that with me. And obviously we've had lots of conversations, but I know, I know that you've impacted hundreds of others, actually thousands more, you know, as we look at all the different things that you do. So I love that aspect about you. You know, I, I would also appreciate it if you would share with all of us what your 
what your personal philosophy is around life or whether it's a personal philosophy or even a, a value that really drives your daily life, the way that you show up to the world, the, the, the decisions that you make, what's at the undercurrent of all of that? Mm. Well, I think, I think what probably keeps me in a true north since I was a, a young boy growing up in this town, we all have our gripes, we all have our woebegones. Um, doing the right thing when no one's looking, and it's such a cliche thing, right? It's been said a gazillion times. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. But I would say I'm always writing stuff down that I come up with, and a lot of it's through dialogue. And I don't think that I'm anything special or it's a new under the sun more than it's how it affects me, good, bad, or indifferent. And right now, two things that I'm doing that I implement on the daily is the, the doing, doing what's right when no one's looking has always been pivotal to me. Um, it's the nice guy finished last approach. And I mean, you know a lot about me personally, and it does suck. It can suck sometimes to do the right thing when no one's looking because some people do deserve to be punched in the face. You know, <laughs> some people, whether figuratively or literally, and that coincides with kind of something new that I've been saying a lot. And it, it's not a crowd favorite probably because it, it, it's looking at yourself in the mirror. And that is if you're pissed, then pay, right? And it doesn't just mean monetarily. It means if you're upset about something, then do something about it. And I'm not trying to preach to anybody. I, I have to look at myself in the mirror on the daily, just like everyone else. And if I'm not, if I don't like something, whether it's my appearance, whether it's a, a, a job or a project I launched and I can find areas of being, and I don't like it, well, then I, I deal with it. And I, and I really do. And I think I, I, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I said something about me that I do, that I do wish I would see more often is people being idle before they're prepared, like before they're ready to go to mm. battle. And it can be, it can be a spiritual thing. It could be a physical thing, like mental thing. It can be a, a, just chill. You know, if people like today, if the car wasn't working and it's raining out, or for instance, I wanted to take the bike today. I wanted to take the scooter here. Would have enjoyed the ride. It was rainy. So I didn't force it. Right. And I had a bend to, let's just use the word climate, but ironically it works figuratively and, and equip yourself. And if you're not right, then it's okay and chill and don't, 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 don't move forward. And I'm just a young kid in the grand scheme of things still. And I see life going so fast and we get so compounded so quickly with, well, I'm not right, but I still have to be at work or I'm not right, but I'm still going to fly the plane. And I don't think you should. I really don't. And I think the world would be a little bit of a more difficult place, but I think that that's what it's supposed to be. I don't think it's supposed to be easy. Is this making sense? Yeah, no, no, it makes, makes perfect sense. I think um, often we are pulled by our emotions mm. And when we can take a pause for a moment, so in your example, obviously, you know, you wake up, you want to take the, the, the bike, the weather is what it is today, you're not able to do that, as opposed to being upset about it, mm. right? If I can take a brief moment, just a pause before I allow my emotions to get the best of me. Now, I know that's a small example, mm -hmm. but we could use any example. Somebody cuts us off in traffic, right? We didn't get the job. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the person who we asked out on a date said no. I mean, you know, you name it. There's all kinds of examples that we can all come up with. But if we just 
take time to pull the lens back to get mm-hmm. a slightly different perspective and look at that situation logically versus purely from an emotional perspective, then we can think about it a bit differently and hopefully have a different response as opposed to reacting mm. to it, if that makes sense to you. 100%. So, you know, since you said something about, and, and, and I want to go back just one step about having uh, difficult conversations, mm-hmm. and you alluded to the post that I put out today, give us an example of a difficult conversation mm. that you've had recently and you don't have to get too mm-hmm. specific, but an example and what was the outcome of that difficult conversation? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, I, I would say I've had a, I've had a few conversations recently in this thing called adulting that have been very, that if there wasn't, let me, let me, let me, let me explain why these conversations could have been worse than how with the with an outcome, and that is prior to a conversation that I know I'm going to have that's going to be difficult um, or hard. As as woo woo as it sounds, and those that know me best, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm a big firm believer in prayer, and I'm a big firm believer in and and seeking God and settling down and finding even without the direction. Asking him to direct, and and that's what I, I'm a I'm a big fan of prayer and and being prayed up. So those that I've had conversations with know where I stand on that. Now I'm not you know me very very well. For those that may be listening that don't know me, and this comes off offensive, my apologies. But my one of the things that I've only won an argument with one man that was very thumpy about doing what he wanted me to do was I don't try to talk about my God with with speaking. I try to be an example of treating people well behind closed doors. And when those conversations arise, whether professionally or relational um, or personally, I, I go into it with a – I have a moral and a spiritual obligation to tell you that I'm sorry if I've hurt you. And whether it's offense or I'm the offender or I'm being the offended, I, I come with that peace. And the, and the goal is resolution and the goal is accord. And someone said something the other day that love is a commitment, relationships aren't. And – I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that or not, but it hit me. But my goal is, is in any situation, you know this, and I've said this a lot, I think business is personal. I think everything's personal. I think this conversation is very personal. I think sitting in front of this man is personal, right? I think if people started taking things more personally and slowing down, once again, I'm not trying to change the world. You know that. I'm just focusing on the six chances in front of my face, treat people well. I can't save the whales. I could try, but I can't by myself. But if it's a compound effect and everyone actually realizes that the interaction today at the 7-Eleven when the credit card machine was broken, you can only use cash and it's raining and I may be late, which I wasn't. But those things can compound and create such friction if I left the house pissed. And I didn't have that difficult conversation with peace and resolution. And I think that's probably what's kept me very clear and very agile, lean, and that is when there's no peace, I don't move. And a lot of people want to move, and we all want to move. No one wants this. And you said something too, and, and we get we get caught up, and you know I've said some of these things, and some of them are stuff that I've coined or some of the things I've heard, but this high fructose corn syrup way of living, man, hmm. you know, the American dream, 
can be very debilitating to the average person. And we're all stuck in it sometimes. And we can use buzzwords like the matrix, et cetera. But it, life just isn't that serious. And we get so – what's serious is the is – the, <laughs> as I'm getting older, Jay, I'm like, I don't mind saying it. I'm okay alone, but I don't want to be alone. I don't – if you told me today you never want to see me again, that would be sad. I don't know why, but I would be sad. If But here's the flip side to that. If there's something that you're doing habitually that is hurting me or someone, then have that difficult conversation. And and don't be some self-appointed leader by feeling that I have – like I get to tell you what to do. It's – your actions or your situations affecting me negatively in the following ways, but here's how I think it could work for the for the for our tribe, for our household, for the business, for the relationship. Is this making sense? I, I think that's I think those are wise words. It's it's important and, and this ties to what I had said in that post and in that video, that first we have to have the awareness that a conversation needs to be had right we have to at least be paying attention and recognize what's going on around us but having difficult conversations is part of being a leader and that's leadership in a family that's leadership in a business that's leadership in a community it doesn't matter where the leadership happens it's just part of being a good leader in having those difficult conversations truly is a skill that can be learned just like any other skill can. It's the approach that we take when we have the difficult conversation that matters. It's like most things. It's really about the message. And going into a difficult conversation with care, with empathy, right, with listening and not judging becomes important and with clarity, clarity of that message and knowing what outcome you're striving for, all of those are important, but we can never and should never shy away from having the conversation because when there's an issue, if we're not addressing it, that issue isn't going to go away. We can think we can just sweep it under the rug, but you lift up that rug and there's going to be tons of issues, tons of dust and everything else that's there along with it. So address the issue, take care of it in a timely manner, and you are doing the other person a service by having that conversation. So, Chenzo, we are going to take a brief break here to thank our amazing sponsors. We're having a great conversation. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat. We will be right back. There's no business like show business like no business I know. Visit the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center at Flagler Auditorium. We're about to release our new season of professional touring shows. Visit our website at flaglerentertainment.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You can be the first to know about our shows and special offers. And remember, every time you buy a ticket to a show, you support the performing arts in Flagler schools and you support our local economy. 
This is Jay Shear. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur trying to figure out how to improve and achieve greater results? If so, I'm speaking to you. I provide the tools, coaching, and accountability you need to gain clarity around your personal and professional goals, remove the excuses holding you back, build the mindset, leadership skills, and proven strategies to grow your business and become the best version of yourself. To learn more or to apply for my coaching services, call 904-236-0431 or visit jshearbusinessconsulting.com. All right, we're back. And again, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat. And I am in the studio today with my very special guest, Chenzo. And man, we're having such a great conversation. We're going to go ahead and continue that conversation right now. So, Chenzo, you know, as I, I think about the various conversations we've had, the business that we've done together, what could you share with us what your, what the greatest, professional challenge is that you have faced as an entrepreneur Mm. and what did you learn through that experience or through that challenge Hmm. to keep saying you ask great questions is going to be ridiculous so this is a great question um taking it chronologically i would say and being that i'm intimate with this area and knowing what it's like to grow up in a small town with not a lot of opportunity especially two decades ago I graduated FPC in 2002 um, with like a one point something GPA with begging my teachers on knees, please <laughs> just fudge, fudge the mark, please, um, barely passed. Um, I learned very quickly that it wasn't that I wasn't smart per se. I just didn't apply myself and I had a disdain towards all things formal, you know, mm. and I'm, I'm sh- back then I wouldn't have known what to coin it, but starting to pursue a career, I had no idea what I was going to do. And thank God for prayer and, 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 and communicating. I've always been a big fan of, you can use the word manifesting, but telling people, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start a clothing company. I'm going to do this. And, and learning how to fail at a very young age, and, and, and clawing at your fingernails was so healthy because I now know as, an, as, a, as a, an older male, it's true. We, I hope that by the time most of these young guys hit the, the singing or dancing near the 40 number, hopefully you've got a couple things in your storehouse because you don't want to work as hard as you did. You, know, it's, it's, you, know, you, don't, you should be getting wiser, not working harder. And looking back on it, I'm so thankful Though I look back on some of those sleepless nights and I'm like, good Lord, I could have slept a little bit more, you know, but staying diligent and probably the most unique thing for me, and this probably doesn't apply to the big companies, but I think it's starting to, is that get ready to deal with not well people, you know, and you're not going to be treated like the way you probably treat people and don't. Don't let that affect you. Don't let it affect you, your product, your service. And that was probably the most biggest learning experience was we can go on about all the gripes and woebegones of a small business owner of how to monetize and how to put together a plan that you're going to be able to bring money into your storehouse, so to speak. But one of the things I was not prepared for was jerks, Mm. you know, really at a young age, really. I mean, when I got ripped off for the first time, I remember thinking this isn't real. 
There's no way. This is, he has to pay, right? No. And whether it's actually the, the bill or just being told you suck, no matter what it is, dealing with that was hard. I remember, I remember exactly where I was to the moment when I had got my first person that ripped me off. I remember that like it was yesterday. Walking downtown Flagler, I had just a handful of customers. I'm so excited. And you know me very well. No customer's ever been a dollar amount or a package. It wasn't the dollar amount. It was, wow, the opportunity. Sure. Like, wow, it was such a cool customer. The product, and the idea. I mean, I had to get that. I had. To, I still am guilty of this, but some of my consults back then were three hours. I was a knucklehead. You know, I was like, good Lord, you're right. I'm, <laughs> I should have the wrong business. And... Ultimate, I was walking right across the street from the pier. I'll never forget it. The pier was to my left. I'm heading south on the sidewalk, and I'm on the phone, and the guy said, I'm not paying you, and services had been rendered. And I remember thinking, and he basically said, like, you're an idiot. Like, you really, like, got you, kind of, ultimately. And I remember thinking, wow, this is, this is real. And then, of course, what are you going to do about it? Do I, do I punch the person that's... The next one that gets pissed at me, you know, no, I just remember at that point, and this is two decades ago, being like, you know what? I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to let it rob me of my peace. I'm not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the name. I'm not going to give it more life. And I didn't do anything differently. I'd still service the next customer the same way. And to those I service now, you're, you're one of them. And I stole your slogan. I'm relational, not transactional. And I didn't know I was that way. I wasn't, I didn't coin that. It was something that I exercised. And that's probably been the biggest thing that I've learned is still to this day is people can get very, you want to know what I said to some, I got hurt not too long ago by in a business transaction. There are no one around here. So don't be worried. Anybody out there. It's not, not you, but I'm coming for you. I'm just kidding. And I remember saying to this woman, an Italian woman too. I'll never say name. She's not in the state, so don't worry. Okay. But this older Italian woman who I absolutely respected, and we had been going back and forth, and all's well. And she ended up, let's, I don't know what term to use that were radio appropriate, but it wasn't good. It hurt. And so I she said something about you or? Oh, it was a financial. A financial, yep. so didn't. And, and as you would think, as I'm getting more and more agile, right, I should have smelt. And I did. There were some signs. But thank God no one customer because the way I've positioned myself is my source. Um, and I learned that the hard way. For those that are listening that are in business, I don't care if you could land FIFA as a contractor. You didn't make it yet because they got Wait till you sit at the Knights of the Round Table next month and all <laughs> the heads are different. You got to sell yourself all over again. So don't think you're ever good. But I remember I told – I said to her, I said, you know what I find fascinating is I said, I'm not going to do anything to you. I said, because I have a wonderful life. I'm at peace. I'm going to be, I'm heading that way anyways. I said, but aren't you afraid with all the things you see on the TVs? I don't watch shows, but all these shows and all those murder documentaries and all these people that hit their psycho button. Aren't you afraid? And for those that are listening, if you're actually, there has to be someone that's going to listen at some point that is screwing someone or going to, I don't know if I'm allowed to say screwing, sorry, um, affecting someone negatively. And like, you know, you're going to do it. Shame on you. Shame. If I ever offend you, Jay, it's going to be completely not on purpose. I'm going to probably. I may have. And, and that's that difficult conversation. But for those that are – and maybe they're not listening. That's the point. They've, they're so jaded. 
and they're so they're living in this shell because they've been hurt. You know, hurt people, hurt people, of course. But man, is it mind-boggling? And whether it's business or personal, that they go about doing it to somebody to stop the. Let's use the word curse, but just stop that flow. Well, for for businesses, you know, we we can see certain patterns mm. of behavior, and you know, when you see a a, a business that's constantly changing its name, mm. goes out of business, starts a new business again under a different name, and there's just this pattern of this, and you start to find or read or hear from others that they didn't fulfill a contract, didn't fulfill a service, what have you. You know, we we can only control the things that we can control. We can't control what someone else is going to do, but we can certainly put the processes in place that minimize that as much as possible, right? We do we vet where we can vet, we ask good questions, we we look at at financials, etc. before we we move into a contract with someone, but yeah, those are valuable lessons to learn. Mm-hmm. And for a small business, obviously, that can be very painful. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to ask you this. If you had the opportunity to sit down with any one person, whether they are alive or no longer with us, who would that one person be? Hmm. And what is one question that you would want to ask them. So only one person hmm. that you could have a conversation with. And what is the one question you'd want to ask? I, I'm, I'm just going to go off the cuff and not try to be paramount with my response. I'm missing my buddy, my buddy who passed away about 10 ish years ago. I probably, I went through some old footage the other day. I was transferring a hard drive. Um, for those that are listening to, by the way, back up your stuff. Jeez, I keep helping people in there to back up your computers and your phones, people. So anyways, I was doing exactly that. I was replicating a hard drive and I'm going through stuff. And I'm not, I think we're all guilty of this too now. Like what is our history? It's all digital. Do you go through iPhotos? Do you, so I was doing that. It was really nostalgic and it hit. And um, I hadn't heard my buddy's voice in a long time. Mm. And he had a good voice. He had like your voice. And and there's this clip of us hanging out must have been 12, 13 years ago because he's been he's gone 10 years. And uh, he said the coolest stuff, man. He just coined some. And he, he's in this clip and he says, do something crazy. And he's not talking to me. We're just talking to a buddy of mine that's skateboarding. And he just had a way about him that just had a, I mean, if you think I'm cool or anyone that's listening, you think I bring light to a situation, this guy. And he's yelling, do something crazy. And of course, I mean, I lose it. I'm barely keeping it together right now and I lose it and I'm thinking, and I'm not going to sit here and be all, woe is me people. We know we all lose. We've lost people. We're going to lose people. But that was my first experience with losing someone who wasn't supposed to, you know? So I'd love to talk with him. What would be the one question you would ask him? (sighs) Man, You know, sometimes I think as unromantic as this sounds, sometimes I wonder if we actually would be friends, you know, I wonder like, would we actually still get along? Would he have made life choices that would have been, not that I approved of, but how, where would he have gone? Where would, he, would, we, would we be as close as we were? Because I'm learning now life is a thing of seasons. But what would I say to him or ask him? What do you want to do? Well, how do you think he would respond? Do something crazy. Do something crazy. How about that? 
Interesting. I know that's pretty vague, but that's okay. That's all right. Sometimes, uh, sometimes there's enough meaning yeah. in those words that resonate with you. So, Chenzo, in moments of self doubt or in moments where you are questioning your yourself, what do you do to pick yourself back up? It's a great question. Once again. I don't want to be like Mark Wahlberg over here, but I pray, man. I pray a lot. I'm talking loud, vocal, wrestling prayer. Screaming sometimes. A lot of singing, moving, dancing. Motion creates emotion. I pray a lot. And when I'm not well, which is a lot, I, my, I got a routine. And it's not starchy. It's not got to be 10 push-ups. It's not that. It's starting my day with feet in the grass hands, eyes closed and, and telling them I need you today more than I did yesterday. And cause I'm not well, I got just as long list as anyone else. And I, I say today, I'm going to, you ask, you shall receive. And he keeps, he keeps helping me. He keeps providing their doors open. You're a big, you're a big part of that. I mean that you're, you're because of your communication and your, and your listening and your, your way of life, even with the things you don't even know what you're doing are very, very healthy for people to recognize. And I think it's great because you're a beacon for a lot of people. And you know what's unique is I think you can get branded like I do. And that is, must be nice. This guy is always so jovial. Must be nice. It's the people like you that I love because it's a lot easier to punch someone in the face than it is to be happy. And I've never seen you punch someone in the face. And I know that there's a few people that deserve to be punched in the face. That's what I do when no one's looking. <laughs> so that would be so, – I hope that that kind of – I'm not trying to be cynical. No, that's good. Cynical, I, I, but. I, I appreciate that. So what is one of the most difficult decisions that you've had to make in the journey to become the person who you are today? Mm. So one very difficult decision that you've had to make. Not doing what you want to do a lot of the times, you know, not doing what you want to do is we can get so caught up in this, all these funny acronyms that correlate with all the cool hit songs today, the YOLOs and the FOMO, what all this stuff, right? Like I'm going to do me and all that. And like, I think you've heard me say this before, but if you get to do you, that's great. But if you're saying I'm going to do me and you're living on somebody else's couch, I I think you might want to get off that couch and then you can say, I'm going to do me today. But I would say that's probably not doing what I want to do, doing what I have to do, Mm -hmm. getting my homework done and then go play. That's probably what keeps me being able to be free. I get it. So Chinzo, as we are wrapping up our conversation today, I would love it if you would give all of us, including me, one challenge. What would you challenge all of us to do? Hmm. I mean, this is all not premeditated, people. And once again, I'm not trying to preach at you, but no joke. I think we all we all go there when when, in 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 panicky times or sad times, and it becomes this you know pray for X and pray for, and we hear it and we see it. I think I think pray and rejoice in the good times. Close your eyes today, people. Do it, do it, do it a lot. And I promise you, it's real. Just as much as it is getting in the ocean. And that wetness, it's, you can't fake it. Take some time today to slow down. Maybe, maybe seek someone's face that you may have hurt or offend. 
even on accident and tell them that I'm sorry. I think forgiveness is a huge thing. And I would say if anyone out there is having a problem with them, with someone, then forgive them and let it go and pray a lot. And you don't have to recite a prayer. Just close your eyes. Very good. Makes sense. Thank you for that challenge, Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And Chenzo, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on Business Minds Coffee Chat. I appreciate the way that you show up, your spirit being your true authentic self, not sugarcoating anything, and being you, like you like to say, just be you. Mm. And I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. And thank you again. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. And for all of you, thank you so very much for tuning into Business Minds Coffee Chat. We'll be back next Saturday morning at 830. And until then, keep learning, keep growing, and keep doing the work to reach your potential. Take care, everybody. 